Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker. It is the opening drive on 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Our friend John Kelly, the TV voice of the blues, joins us a few days off in terms of broadcasting for JK. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Randy. How are you? Everything's going good here, and obviously a disappointing stretch before this break for the Blues. And th- this is, if ever there was a time to hit a reset button, this is it for the St. Louis Blues, isn't it? Yeah, no question. You know, they've lost five in a row and obviously missing some key players. And hopefully out of the break, they can get some of those injured players back in the lineup, including O'Reilly and Buchnevich and Robert Thomas. So, you know, you look at it, Randy, three of the top six forwards on the sidelines the last couple of games. But the bottom line is they didn't play well enough at all on the road trip. They lost all three games, as we know. And their top players did not have a good road trip. And, and are not scoring goals. I mean, they got a power play goal from Shannon in Colorado. Barbershev scored a goal in Denver, a great individual effort. But aside from that, none of the top players scored goals. So it's really hard to win in any sport when your, your best players aren't your best players. I know it's a cliche, but it really is true. So they've got to find a way to play better. But right now, the, the facts are they're eight points out of a playoff spot and they played more games than almost any other team. So they're obviously in a lot of trouble as far as making the playoffs now. Hey, John, I asked this to Panger on Monday. With you all being so close to the team, uh, it, obviously it wears on you when they're not playing uh, well as well. Uh, how do you take this time, or what are you doing in this time off since you're not calling games for the Blues for a few days? Well, just relaxing. Uh, my wife and I have a daughter um, at KU, and we're going to go see her this weekend so you know get a chance to to reconnect with uh, our youngest daughter so aside aside from that just uh, a few projects around the house and things like that but no big plans though carry right now jk what do you think will the the time between the 10 games between the end of our break here and the the trade deadline what will that look like for the blues hopefully they'll at least be closer to getting ryan o'reilly back but do you uh, they want to go for it but i wonder what it'll look like in terms of the players there's always a lot of tension right right before trade deadline regardless of how good you are what what do you anticipate in those 10 games before the break well i think it's hard to say randy because we don't know um what might happen between now and the end of the break and you know it's basically 
a month away before the trade deadline, and there's a lot of rumors surrounding the Blues players. I don't need to tell you guys that. All the unrestricted free agents, including O'Reilly and Tarasenko and Barbashev in particular, even Nola Chari's name is coming up a lot on social media. And, you know, you read the experts and the insiders and things like that. So, uh, you know, what will the mood be like? I don't know. I mean, I, I, it depends on uh, the makeup of the team. And if they do start selling off some of these UFAs, um, what do they get back, number one? And, and what is the mood? But obviously, you know, big picture, it's, a, it's extremely disappointing for the team and the players and the fans to be in this position, Randy, because we all felt coming into the season after 109 points last year that it would be another really strong year and the Blues would be cup contenders. Instead, it looks like, and I say looks like, they will be sellers here in the next month or so, and, and that in itself is obviously very disappointing. Hey, John, we as fans and, and media personalities look at players with, at, as pieces sometimes, but how do you, how unsettling is it for those men in that locker room to have their names mentioned in trade talks and not know if they're going to be here, you know, in the next month or so? Well, I'm sure it is unsettling, but they're big boys, and, and Kerry, they know the situation that because they are UFAs, that there's a decent chance that. Uh, some of them will be moved. I can't imagine all of the UFAs will be moved, including Nikola. But that's just the reality of sports today. So, But I think big picture for the team, obviously it's unsettling because you don't know if the guy in your locker next to your locker is going to be there next week or tomorrow for that matter. So it's obviously a difficult situation. And, you know, the Blues played like that, quite honestly, in the last five games. Uh, they had good stretches of games, but, you know, they didn't start the games very well. And obviously – They've lost five in a row. So right now, they're they're unfortunately, they're playing like an unsettled team. I think it's pretty obvious. Hey, John, I was asking Randy this the other day, and, and they have 10 games when they return until the trade deadline. Let's say they go 8-2, and two, and they are in a position to, to make a run towards the playoff. Do you, th- do you still think that they are sellers at the trade deadline? Well, you know, that's a tough question. Right now, they're a couple of games under 500. So if they were to go 8-2 – that's six games over 500, then they would be four over 500. You know, I think the rule of thumb, guys, is you've got to be at least 10 games over 500 to make the playoffs. That would give you around 92, 93 points. And and that's a minimum of being 10 games over 500. So right now they're two under. So with 31 games to go, you know, even if you went 21 and 10, that's 11 over you only end up nine games over 500 at the end of the year. My math is right. And and that's a really good run, obviously, 21 and 10. So, you know, the numbers obviously don't lie, and and time is running out on on this team and this group this year. So, again, big picture, it's really disappointing to to look at the big picture and see where they're at, Um, but they'd have to go on a a near-miracle run now to make the playoffs. No question. Finally, John, the the top half dozen teams in the West have played between 50 and 53 games. Dallas leading the way with 66 points, and Edmonton is with 60. Those are It's Dallas, Winnipeg, Seattle, the Kings, the Knights, and the Oilers. Clearly, from a standing standpoint, nobody has established themselves as the best, but who do you think the best team in the West is right now? Well, that's a a good question because I think the West is really wide open. I think in the East you have – you know, three or four powerhouse teams. But in the West, I don't see a powerhouse team right now. Now, if Colorado does get healthy, obviously they're a powerhouse team, although I don't think they're as good as they were a year ago. 
because they've lost Nazem Kadri and you know they just don't have the same kind of um, enthusiasm, if you will, that they had a year ago. I mean, last year from the from the first game on, they were the best team. They played like the best team, and obviously they went on to win. Now, who knows what happens, Randy and, and Kerry, in the next month? They could add a second line center, but right now, to me, there's a pretty big hole as far as that second-line center position for Colorado. So, you know, I don't know uh, what's going to happen, if anything does happen there. But I think aside from that team, I think it's 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 really wide open. No question about it. Obviously, Dallas has had a, a, an excellent, excellent season. Uh, Winnipeg is a team that, to me, is a bit of a dark horse. Um, obviously, they've, they've beaten the Blues three times, but... If they can continue to get great goaltending from Connor Hallebach, I like their forward group. Who knows? If they were to add a defenseman, to me, they could be a team that could come out of the West. But I think right now I'd, I'd say it's wide open in the West. J.K., always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time and safe travels to Lawrence. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, guys. Take care. John Kelly, TV Voice of the Blues on Bally Sports Midwest, joining us here on 101 ESPN.